So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 190, the iceberg. Maria was an extremely accomplished woman, and yet she didn't understand why it was she couldn't stop texting Mike and letting him back into her life. He hadn't committed. She felt a lot of chemistry with him. She wishes he would just grow up. She just can't seem to let go of him. That's Maria's weekly self-struggle. I know better than this. Why did I go over there again? Well, Maria, who is intelligent, accomplished, able to use her willpower really to overcome so many of her other challenges in life, just can't understand why she can't seem to stick to what she knows is best for her when it comes to men. And the truth is, a lot of us have behaviors that don't match our best intentions. See, Maria was spending too much of her time beating herself up for it because she thought she was smarter than this. I know better. But it's not the knowing, it's not the intellectual information that decides our behavior. You see, that's the one-eighth of the iceberg that's above the water. That's not the part that gets us in trouble. That's not what kept her going back again and again to a situation, to a man, to a part of herself that didn't have her bigger self-interest at heart. Her actions were unhealthy for a lot of her, but for part of her, it was exactly what she wanted. See, we have these parts, these other seven-eighths that live below the waterline. That's where the ship runs into the iceberg and potentially sinks. It's where our behavior doesn't match what we know. So what was really going on for Maria? Well, look, Maria had experienced a loss of control earlier in her life, and that loss of control had kept her feeling most safe and comfortable when she felt in charge. She was in charge of her career. She loved investing time and energy there because she got a return. She felt in control in most situations in her life, but that old familiar wound, her subconscious pattern, that thing that we saw and that we imitate, for her, the subconscious triggers around that had everything to do with getting a man who she couldn't get, the avoidant, the elusive, not the man who was always there and super nice, super reliable, super committed, and no chemistry, but much like the cat that's more fascinated by the thing that's hard to catch, just being drawn by that wound, that fear that we're not good enough, that we're going to be abandoned, making us want to get the person who feels like they're abandoning us to choose to stay and to choose us. 
but she couldn't see when that subconscious wound was coming up. She couldn't see that what happened to her at ages 5 and 7 and 13 and 15 was driving her behavior because she was so identified with her thinking. But I'm thinking that this is what I want, so that should be what happens then, isn't it? No, because your mind, your brain isn't actually consciously fully in charge. That's why the best thing Maria was able to do was enlist someone like me, me in this case, but someone to help her with delving into uncovering those subconscious patterns. Beginning to do wound healing work around the empty space, the abandonment fear, the anxious attachment, the things that made her feel like the tide was always going out, something was always disappearing or missing or lacking. And her ability to notice when that would come up for her because Mike was going away that weekend or he didn't reply to a text as quickly that day as he typically did. Instead of going to her old fears, her old thinking, her old subconscious thought routine, instead of starting to chase him and, and want him more and more, instead of being the cat chasing the piece of yarn, the piece of string, she was able to just notice the part of her, that hidden part of the iceberg, that anxious little girl that felt abandoned and alone. She was able to start showing up emotionally for herself and her behavior became more about how to take care of those parts of herself than being unconsciously driven by those parts of herself. Look, till you reveal the seven-eighths of the iceberg, you're going to keep running into it. You don't want your love life to be a sequel of the Titanic. So get really clear. Is there a gap between the intentions you keep saying you have in your love life? I just want to meet people, but why don't I ever meet people? I want a great guy. I just don't find any. I don't think any are out there. Or I have trouble letting people in or letting my wall down. I want to, but anytime there's something we're thinking, saying, wanting, but it's not adding up to our actions and results, it's the seven-eighths of the iceberg below the water that are standing in the way. It's time to realize we're more than our thinking mind that we have all of these emotional patterns and memories that drive us to get our deeper, more powerful, sometimes more painful needs addressed instead of just doing what we think we're purposefully doing. We can't be successful so long as we're fighting the subconscious. So it's time to figure out what your seven-eighths are. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help. Because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.